けた箱響く雨音傘なくかけたスシャツが濡れる大人のあなたに届かなくてたやすく触れてる雨に雨になりたい Hello, everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode 71. I'm Jackson. I'm joined by Emma as usual. It's Gundam time. It's not Gundam time. It's as far away from Gundam time as humanly possible.、Uh, this episode is called Land of Confusion. That might actually be the funniest Gundam name ever. <laughs> yes,、Land、I mean, it makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. So much better than Fates. Land of Confusion and Fates. Fates! The two no, sides no, of Gundam. Fates、Steve. is funny. You don't understand. The, you, I don't know why you don't like Fates. Well, it's not as good as Land of Confusion. I think it's fine.、Um, we, we're here to、Capital. talk about an actual thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you, what? This never happens. You never unprompted bring up Gundam Seed. It is 3 30 in the afternoon. I'm normally done podcasting for like three、That's、hours、true. by now. Different energy. Different energy.、Yeah. Um, uh, we. Are watching、uh, After the Rain, the 2018 anime based on the 2014 manga.、Uh, we also read it. It's, it's,、uh, we read it and we watched it. So we're going we're to be talking about both.、Um, story of、uh, Tachibana, who、um, is working, a、like, 17 year old working in, in a family restaurant with a crush on her 45 year old manager and their.、Uh, <laughs> Relationship that they have, as she has got a crush on him, and he's like, you know,、uh, oh, oh, this is fucking weird.、Uh, and it's crunchy, and it's good, and it's very sad.、Uh, and that's that's what this is about. That's that that is the premise of the thing we're watching. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, you threw me off guard there. Yeah, no,、um, it just was a very thin summary. I was kind of expecting a little more there. I mean, I can, if you, if you can, like, I can go into the actual plot, which is basically over the course of their relationship, they're like, she tries to pull him closer.、Uh, he keeps trying to maintain appropriate distance because she's a 17 year old,、uh, but is like pulled in f- just through the emotional,、um, like. F- Waves of being near young people going through it. Yes.、Uh, and reminiscing on his own childhood and wants to help her,、uh, and eventually learns that, like, 
he has to actively stop her. He has to actively help push her away so that she can go back to being in, in the track team and stop like putting off her injury recovery because she's hyper fixated on uh, this old guy that he is. Yes. Um, and uh, he, he does. And they get on both with their lives and vow to remember each other. Uh, this basically happens in both the anime and the manga. Uh, the manga takes much longer time getting there. Uh, and there's much more stuff in the back half about the ways their lives are entwined and him, her hanging out with his kid and the other characters are expanded uh and uh, yeah but that that is generally what the plot of uh after the rain is about even in both forms yeah um the manga is by uh by uh june mayazuki who's currently yes. on a ongoing series called uh kowloon generic romance which looks awesome i want to read it but it's only like four volumes in in english so yeah, it's like eight volumes in, unfinished in Japan, and yeah. then only a few are out at the moment in English. I'm like, okay, in a few yeah. years, I'll check that out. And then the the anime is directed by Ayumu Watanabe, who's a guy who d- d- does Doraemon movies as like his main thing, but he's also <laughs> done like Space Brothers. He did the Ace Attorney show around After the Rain. Um, he's the chief director on Comey Can't Communicate, so known director. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch Space Brothers. I feel like that's the thing we should have done instead of Planetess, probably. The problem with Space Brothers is there's uh, really long, it's right? just it's really long. I think yeah. like there's like a hundred volumes of manga and then the episode. It's the forty-two ep- volumes of manga and a hundred episodes of anime. Okay. I knew it was hundred episodes and then yeah. I, I I forgot exactly how many Yeah, that's uh, too much. What the manga was that. That breaks uh, that breaks uh <laughs> Great Gundam Project, unfortunately. Yeah. On both sides, both the reading and the watching, I'm yeah. like, that's not too much. So I haven't I have not approached Space Brothers, but uh, I know it is um beloved. Yes. Um so you picked this because you were like, oh, Em's gonna like this. You're right. I did. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh <laughs> I also expected to like it. Yeah, I was yeah, not yeah. it wasn't purely I, I wanted a thing that was like far away from the like politics type stuff that we often do i want something a little crunchier than harahi uh but not that i wouldn't talk about society once you know what (laughs) nailed it got it so um just immediately this was like in my wheelhouse as someone who was a very lonely teenager um, who yes. constantly was like looking for approval for adults it's very easy to mistake like regard for like or like the desire for acknowledgement as like crushes and gets you into weird, sticky situations. Um, my own teenage years were much more fraught than Akira's here. She actually manages to luck into the one wholesome situation possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the manga is uh, very, goes out of its way to make sure that this is the nicest boy ever. Kondo is not actually going to do anything fucking the, fuck uh, the manga, I think, is like better than the anime about like Kondo realizing like, this is such a loaded thing. The 17 year olds come to me. Um, she says she's interested. Uh, she is in the flower of her youth. And I understand the way in which culture has like trained her and me to like take advantage for the, of this um, and put her in a place where she could be exploited if I want to take advantage of this. And I'm not going to do it. There's a responsibility here that I have to this child. And it's like good to just like put that on the table. Be like, yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> yes. He says to himself and then proceeds to like be very nice and kind to her. Um, and it's good because it could, it could break so poorly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and the manga is also, I feel like a little more clear about the ways in which her crush. Ma- the, the manga introduces her crush with like a zoom in on his bald spot. <laughs> it's also really important to me that like uh, Kondo is 
I think he's charming. He's cute in his own way. But this man is swagless. He is unfuckable. <laughs> he is so unfuckable. <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah. It, like literally everyone around him is like that guy. What? Like he's a weirdo. And he, he the, the one lady says he smells how if that's true or not, because he's got this awful aftershave. She just is shown to be someone who likes kind of ugly things. She thinks she's got the gap moe problem. She thinks ugly things are really cute. <laughs> yes. I mean, I as I, I when I was watching, it, I was tweeting about how <laughs> it just reminds me of Karoni playing heavy rain and being like, oh, the, the, this guy, the, the detective guy is really cool. I like OG sounds like him. <laughs> Everyone in chat was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Karoni? <laughs> yeah, she has a personal freedom. She has a personal freedom. I will say so this true. about Kondo. Kondo, way better than the fucking detective in Heavy Rain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's still like a hot guy drawn in anime. He's just like a fail, cringe fail guy in his personality. He yes. still gets like a cool character design. Also, he's voiced, uh, Karani, by, he's voiced by Hiroaki Hirata, who uh, is the voice of Klein in uh, in Sword Online, who's my guy. Um, is also the voice of Liam on Digimon Adventure, famous hot guy. Um, and for yes. Joel, don't make cry, but who cares about that? Who cares about that? <laughs> yes. But no, they got a known, like, very, like, cool guy voice for him. And then he's like a fucking nerd. And it's great. I love that for him. Uh, yes, it's it's good. But it's also like her crush is in such a context of like. The, the men that she's around and like being a hot guy in the view of after the rain or at least a hot guy that has awareness of sexuality is basically always a bad thing like anyone who's doing that is you except the um uh the the uh the football guy the, the football he's just nice he's just a nice boy but yes. like the guy in the restaurant is like a shitty like you know bribes her into going on the dates uh yoshizawa is he is a cruel. he is a classic shoujo boyfriend though, right? Like in a in yes, a different yes. story, she's the one he ends up that he's the one she ends up with, and it's seen as like, oh, this is like settling, but she's going to take it for a little while. Like if this was if this was like twenty five volumes, there's definitely a period where they're a couple, and then it like breaks really bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's just he's just a dirtbag in the way. When I was watching the manga, uh, the the anime, I was like, oh, he's less hot. Like the anime has have deliberately made him less hot because they don't understand that there is something appealing about his dirtbagness. Yeah, um, I'm like, man, I need to watch Utenno. Utenno's just, what if every boy is this boy? <laughs> yeah, and then like even um uh Kondo's like friend, who's also an author, is like, you know, slightly he's he's enjoy he's sad that he's getting older, but he's more of like a playboy about it. He's enjoying being like slightly rich and famous, right? Like yes, uh, and so it like situates. A Kondo's swaglessness as like the putting him outside of just the general manipulative cruelty of masculinity. Yes. Um, and that's what like Akira's attracted to. Yes. Uh, which is why it's a nightmare situation for him. <laughs> yes. Um, but I do think it explores that like a lot of sympathy where like part of the reason that she's like this is like she fucked up her leg running, like she you know, blew out her Achilles mm-hmm. tendon. It was like well, that was the one thing I did. My life is over now. I have to be an adult and accept all the responsibilities of life being unfair and awful. And so she's going to get a job and she sees this guy with his son. And he is like, what if I just like speed run becoming a mom <laughs> and a wife? Yeah. This is one of the few things we've watched that is critical of that. <laughs> but like, is aware that that's like, this is the this is the pressure that's put on people, right? It's like, well, yes. if my dream is dead, I had my shot. Um, and I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do the thing that's expected of me now because I, I squandered my one chance. There's a bit where, um, her friend, uh, what's her name? Um, Haruka is like, it later on is like, oh, this is what it means when you're like actually good at something is you just don't know how to have fun with it anymore. 
yeah, uh, one of my favorite scenes is a conversation with uh, Haruka and uh, the uh, soccer guy. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain of the soccer team. Uh, where he's like explaining that to him, and, and, and you know, she's like, he, he's like, I guess that's what it's like when you're talented, because he's been the captain of the soccer team and like the star of the high school, but he knows that he's just good for this high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not going to be a footballer. He is doing it because he likes it. He doesn't have it. Yeah. Uh, she has it. Uh, and so it's just different. It just puts her in a different place with her yeah. relationship to how it is. Um, and she explicitly just, just do, doesn't yeah. know how to like enjoy, like, if she couldn't have done it perfectly, she just views her life as a total failure. Time yes. to move on. Um, which is like just true have like- pressure that is applied to teenagers explicitly. It's applied to everyone, but teenagers feel very keenly, right? Especially if you're like yes. excelling at something already and it, the expectation is you will keep excelling. Like she took a year off and comes back and is still like the fastest runner on, like they have. Uh, yeah, she's just better than everyone else. Yes. Um, and it doesn't make her happier. <laughs> no. Uh, Cause like, um, partially that's because she's like a self-serious mope just generally. That's her personality. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but like there's the bit like in the, in the manga that's not in the anime, the weather later and, um, they're going to that one meet and Haruka's like, well, I, can I not just enjoy watching? Yeah, like it, this is the thing. Haruka's, I really like that. <laughs> Haruka's made the, the, had the whole arc of, um, the, uh, Chinese guy from ping pong. Yeah. Her thing is she just like loves the, the sport of running and Akira doesn't know how to like process that. Right. It's like, no. I was good at it and that's why I liked it. It, you know, and if I can't do it, then I don't know how to like live. <laughs> and Akira doesn't like, Akira doesn't like sports. She likes running, right? Like she does at no way in the way in which this story shows her relationship to doing track and field is it ever put in like a sports manga contest of like competition. It's she she just doesn't view it through that lens. It's just like I run, I enjoy running fast. I'm doing my technique, uh, and without being able to do that, I am going to completely reinvent my personality and, and hook up with a forty five year old. Uh, yes. Though there is the bit with, um, the other girl whose name I do not remember, who, uh, was like, is on the other team and had the same injury and did keep running. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, which and, is not in the, um, yeah, this just gets the, like the entire, like they mention her, like she's in, like they animate her once, but all the stuff about her, uh, seeing in Akira, like she, she's fallen down where I kept going and I need to fix her. It's important to me and my sense of being that I can give this to someone else. Um, yes. There's that amazing shot where she like confronts her. And she's out like just having her like break. And she like stops across the like back lot of the restaurant, announces herself and then sprints at her to like press her up against the wall and yell at her for not running anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she just slams her against the it's wall. It's like three pages of build up to her sprinting at her and being like, why aren't you running? <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, and obviously that's just like, Akira just takes that as further pressure of people being like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, this is one of the things where like, but it's weird because like she's already, she's already naturally coming out of it when her friends start bothering her. I think this is like a thing that the anime kind of fumbles in the way it chops up the back yeah. half of this is she's already coming out to this realization when people in her life start poking her. Like she's already uh, training uh, Yuto, uh, Kondo's son on how to run. And he's like, when watching him, like, thinking about it again right she's turning the idea of running over in her mind yeah um i think this is one of the best things about the uh the manga that the anime just because of its uh contention and original ending doesn't have at all is the back half has this sense of like total inevitability like it's already over like the thing that 
uh, Kondo provides in her life is already just gone. Um, it's weird because like she, she doesn't he, really see he it. recognizes it as like a a moment that's already passed by the time that they are like moving on, and she's like, "I want to cling to this thing. It's beautiful and meaningful to me." And part of the back, like the last parts of the manga specifically, are him recognizing that like allowing like respecting that it wasn't a major it isn't a major event in their lives but also you have to let it go is like that's what you get when you're 45 and you're not 17 <laughs> uh yeah i mean one of my favorite panels in the in the manga i'm so sad I didn't make it is like she comes over to his house in the final volume mm-hmm. um basically making her like hail mary hook up with me yes play <laughs> which is she very like a confessional cause... letter and she brought the scarf that she's been knitting him um which has been like an undercurrent like c plot this is like half the manga about <laughs> yes knitting this scarf uh and she's coming over to like make this play and the second he sees her he just knows he's never gonna see her again yeah like he just i mean and they do you know they'll see each other in the restaurant i guess occasionally well i mean shortly after this he like you know she stops working at the restaurant yeah but it's I'm like, it's not like literally will not yeah, be yeah. seen today after today but it's like he's like oh no this is it it's, it's yeah. over now and she didn't she doesn't realize that's what she's actually coming here to do yeah uh and so you have just like this this uh the last i guess it's like five chapters um it's not the last one there's the some epilogue stuff but there's an extended sequence of this day where like kondo is just wrestling with the fact that like at any time he because he's an adult he knows he could say something and he could change her mind he could he could he could if he wanted to do do the shitty thing yes. and convince this like child to be his like young housewife but also uh, and she i i think even more like that is on the table. I feel like the manga's kind of moved past that, but also there's the part where like, he can't just tell her this, right? Cause yes. it, there's no way to just express the way he is feeling without it being condescending. Cause you can't talk to 17 year olds about how memory changes when you're in your, like I'm in my thirties. Right. But like, right. I couldn't talk to a 17 year old about what the next 15 of the years of their life are going to be like without them going, you're full of shit. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> you just have to find out for yourself. Uh, it's, it's so good. It is so genuinely heartbreaking to me, the idea that, like, in 15 years, she will realize that Kondo has been going through it just as much as she was at the time. Yes. Um, But, at, like, in her perspective now, Kondo's just being polite and keeping her at a distance, right? And yes. And just unbothered, and why won't he engage with, with my feelings? She has no idea that he's having his, like, fucking high school flashbacks living out the um, Philip Seymour Hoffman plot from 25th Hour over here. <laughs> <laughs> he really is doing that. It's so pathetic. <laughs> She just has no idea that he is as like the the fantasy of I'm gonna hook up with a like you know this, this problematic age gap relationship is my, like my favorite thing about that is he takes that energy of oh what if I was a 17 year old and we were in love and I was just the same taciturn guy who wrote books and she was this girl who ran and puts in his fucking soon to be best selling novel gonna win a fucking prize for literature. <laughs> Uh, yep, of course he does. <laughs> like the the, so the, the game, the the, uh, the game, uh, the, the manga does not like express how his novel goes. But like, I've read enough fucking literature. I, I'm also someone like Kondo who likes just fucking literature. We're we're sad sacks, all of us, to know this is exactly the kind of book people just lap up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know it. You know yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just I, that the whole thing where he's like, he knows. Not only can he not act on it because acting on it is disgusting, but he can't even explain why he won't act on it, right? Like yes. the entire thing. It'd, any... it'd, just be, it'd just be so insulting to her and she would be so hurt, right? Yeah. Even like allowing her into the emotional space he is currently in is just a thing that would be cruel. Yeah. Uh, and the sense of him just having to like carry the burden of being an adult and how hard that is yeah. uh, without 
even slightly letting it like she, she just do- she just doesn't know at the end of this manga she just doesn't know anything about how he felt how he felt ever uh and that's just so good because you know she will like she'll grow up and understand things but right now that would be so evil that'd be yeah. so evil yeah and it's not even like his like world he is except he's just like a normal guy <laughs> Yes, I like that about him. He is just kind of he just kind of gave up on his dreams, carried along by inertia, sucks at his job, is going to try to get back on the horse inspired by her. Like the part where he like realizes that, like, there's no reason a 45 year old can't have dreams of the future. <laughs> yes, he doesn't. I, he does. He has given up on his dreams, but I don't I don't think the um, manga is as explicit about him being like a failure. Uh, I think the anime is a little more like. The fact that he has given up on writing is something lesser in him. Whereas I feel then like the focus on his friend, who's just a shitty guy. <laughs> he's the, 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 the oh, writer. Chihiro? Who is I think Chihiro's yes. really funny. I love that guy. He's, a, he's really a funny, but he also sucks. And he's got his own teenager that he's hanging out with at the end of this thing. Uh, that's the part I like is that uh, Chihiro has success, but the I think the manga is really clear that both of them are kind of people who just stopped examining their life at some point and accepted the things that were happening to them were just the things that were happening to them forever. Right. Yeah. Um, and neither of them are necessarily happy with that. And ha- like, it's only the introduction of someone who's outside of their perspective. They're like, wait a second. It could be, it could be any, I could choose how I want to live on some level. And I have to like, make like be aware of that and make choices. And I, I can teach that to my, to the proteges of my life, but also I should take my own advice. <laughs> yes. Um, but I also think that like one of the things that is like crucial about Condor's character and that the they never really condescend about is the fact that he doesn't really show his novels to people. No. Um like I I I do assume that he, this this will be like a best selling novel people will eat up as as they go. But I could equally as assume it just becomes another novel on his shelf that he doesn't show oh, people. Yeah, I, think yeah. the, I think I think the either way is fine, but like him devoting himself more seriously to his work is a b- yes. positive, right? <laughs> I, but I think it's very clear about that being like a thing you do for you, not yes. for, like it, yes. it isn't about like whether you are the best runner or the best author getting successful, right? It is yeah. explicitly about these things as like self-cultivating activities. Well, yeah, Chihiro uh, going around on TV and being like, my novels are my lovers. They're my children. They're my lives. <laughs> as he's like, I fucking hate the shit they make. They turn them into shitty movies and people love them, but they're not really what I want to write. And he's just like, why don't you write what you want to write then? Write a good novel if you're so mad at the ones you've written. <laughs> And then she's like, well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was just complaining. Go <laughs> I'm like, damn, that is exactly what it is like to be any age over the 22. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. And then, like, the other, his rival, like, up-and-comer novelist being actually 17 is very good. <laughs> it's really, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't believe the anime doesn't have the shit with them. The other couple, uh, Yoshizawa and uh, the girl. Oh, Yui? Yui, yeah. Yeah, so Yui, so Yui's like the the bubbly, like, ditzy girl, I guess, uh, at the restaurant. And she wants to be a hairdresser. And she has a crush on Yoshizawa, who has a crush on Akira. And he's just the fucking, he's your persona wingman of a character. <laughs> There's no other way to describe him. <laughs> Um, yes, and he uh, he doesn't understand her feelings and is kind of weird. There's a whole bit where she's gonna knit a scarf for him as for Christmas. Like I'm gonna knit a scarf. I don't know how to knit. It's gonna. It's very hard. And Akira's like, oh, I'm gonna knit a scarf, scarf for Kondo. And they learn they knit they learn to knit scarves together to get these scarves. These boys. Um, 
And in her trying to knit the scarf is revealed that Yoshizawa is like, finds that she's knitting it. It's like, oh, is your, is this for a guy you like? And he's like, she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, let me help you. My family runs a textile shop. I know everything about stitches. And like, this is, this is a good novice effort, just really insulting about the scarf. And she just knows that it's wasted and she's going to do, she's going to do it anyway. Cause she, she just loves the stupid boy who doesn't deserve her feelings. Um, and she gives it to him and he just rejects her and walks off. It's really brutal. I love it for her though. Sometimes that just happens, you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, and the, it's, this is one of the few times that just the way that the, um, uh, volumes are constructed, like there's a note after this chapter from the author. It's like, yeah, I thought they were going to get together and then just, it was just wrong. I just felt wrong. And I, I knew they could. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, just cause like their relationship is set up as like, oh, this is the conclusion. Like they'll find out they love each other. They'll solve the other love triangle. Uh, and the rejection works because the setup is earnest enough that you genuinely believe they would get together. Yes. Uh, and him rejecting that and then being left with his shitty uncut hair is, oh, it's so good. This is the shit. This is what it's all about to me. Um, the other thing I really like in this is, um, so Akira wants to do this scarf, right? It's my favorite chapter in the manga. She's like struggling with a scarf. She's like sitting on the train naming the scarf. And this lady's like, oh, you're, you're missing a stitch. Let me show you how to do this. And strikes up this conversation with like three random women who don't know each other. They're all strangers just talking about the process by which all of them have knitted something for the guy they liked. And her having this moment where like adulthood sometimes also means just entering into an understanding of shared life experience with other people who've gone through it. Um, mm -hmm. Just like existing brings you into fellowship in a way that feels very warm and is like, it's defined by the act of knitting the thing, not by the guys they caught. Cause both all like, I think it's like most of the women are like, yeah, no, I didn't say with that guy. I don't even remember who I gave it to, but I remember knitting the scarf <laughs> and that's what's important. Yes. Um, and I think it's just so beautiful and it doesn't make the anime at all. Cause you know, it's 10 episodes, right? Um, it's hard yeah, that, that was a little building into the bit where like, uh, Yuta's mom sees the scarf. Yes. Uh, and there's like missed connections there and, uh, yeah, there's, there's that all, that's all gone. Yeah. Um, Yuta's such a cute little kid. I love him. <laughs> yes. The they anime keep, they keep almost all Yuta bits from the manga in the anime at least cause he's adorable and I love him. They didn't, they unfortunately took out the bit where he makes a tin can thing and, uh, just says poop at her, which is one of the funniest bits. <laughs> That bit's so good. The yeah, the, uh, the manga is definitely funnier. Like I, I think yes. the, the anime is like um very very good. It's very well made. Uh, we're complaining about a lot of the, like narrative choices. Yes, but I think like formally as a work of animation, it's often incredible. Especially in the um, first half, like the first like yeah. the anime just is willing to take its time and like luxuriate in the vibe, um, in yes. a way that is incredible. It's all just like slow walking uh, under an umbrella in the rain yes waiting for things to that will not like actually cohere into a true catharsis uh it's all it's good it just it, it's all the, the emotions you want expressed really well it's a very sad uh and easy watch yeah um so like i don't have like any uh complaints formally other than like uh, excuse me the last episode is bad it's a bad choice <laughs> Yeah, but I meant I meant like narratively of my complaints. I'm not like all yeah. the animation's bad, right? I think as a oh, work yeah, yeah. of anime, it's often very good. I just wish that they had taken more time and adapted the full thing rather than trying to make up a bad ending that is yeah. just less good. You know, probably not on the uh, not on the anyone who actually was involved in producing the anime that they only get ten, twelve up ten episodes, twelve episodes, twelve episodes. Yes. Um. But the so the final bit of the manga uh, is like she she goes to bring this letter and the, the thing and he politely has a like they hang out 
they kind of have a conversation, but it doesn't go anywhere. And then he just like, you know, lets her go. Right. Um, and that's it. Um, but he gives her a gift. Um, he sends it to her right later. Yes. Yeah. And it's revealed later. Like it's like they skip to a year later and she's captain of the track team. Once again, she's running, she's hanging out with her friend. Um, and the thing that he gave her was like a full on like 19th century ornate, like lace parasol. And she's holding it in the final shot. Um, and everyone's like, that's such a weird fancy thing for her to have as she's like standing under the sun. And it's like, she, she's, she's still in love like after the rain. Right. Um, and it's just this shot, this like the thing he gave her is like this like fulfillment of like the vision of like youth, but also like understanding and like culture. It's just good. I just think it's a beautiful shot of her holding this very fanciful umbrella in Congress with her on the track with a bunch of like other high school kids running around. Um, it's so good to me. It's an incredible ending. It's yeah. just perfect. Um, unfortunately, the anime has like this wor- the world's worst misconnections. Like we're ending this in a voiceover possible. Yeah, they're like, oh, I guess I remember you. Goodbye. Because <laughs> um, they, they changed the plot to be about like she thinks he's getting a promotion and won't be at the restaurant anymore because uh, they haven't done the plot where the, you know, the other girl breaks up and, yeah. uh, you know, the Yoshida stuff doesn't work out. So she's leaving and time just passes. It just doesn't have the sense of finality that the uh, the actual story does. Uh, you just feel it shift gears into anime original territory and you're like, oh damn, hate when this happens to a story I love. Yeah, there's just a shot of her like running after him, like, I get to deliver the thing. And it's like, and, and then we drifted apart, but we promised that we'd meet up again someday when she's a famous runner and I'm a famous novelist and that we remained friends. Um, and I'm like, that's not the vibe. You fucked it up. <laughs> it's much more explicit about like, they're both going to go and be good at their two jobs yes. now. Yes. Um, which is just not the vibe of the uh, of the manga at all. No. It's um, just like, oh, this was a beautiful, this is like a shining moment of their lives that they will remember fondly. And that's the thing that's important is sometimes you meet people and they're important to you, but it's like a limited time thing. And it's still valuable that you have that. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're 45 or 17, people can still have major effects in your life, even if they don't end up, you know, the most important person to you forever. Uh, yeah, no, um. It's it's just good. I just adored this this uh this book and um really like the show as well. Yeah. Um big recommend. I just had a great time with it. <laughs> and then I go and look you, no, you I don't go I, 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 you, you, <laughs> I you was just, I was just curious because so this is what happened is I was like, I wonder if there's anyone else who's as mad as I am that the anime doesn't end with the parasol shot. Because I think it's like genuinely one of the most breathtaking panels of manga to end an like a thing on. Um <laughs> called after the rain <laughs> yes. like, the entire thing is about that one moment it's, yeah yeah um, anyway and it was just someone on my anime list giving out about how the manga is bad because all of the relationships are nebulous and don't resolve and none of the characters get together even though they were shipping them really hard and it just uh feels bad and maybe the anime will fix it because it seems like the anime which is currently in episode 10 of 12 is going for an anime original ending like maybe they'll get them together <laughs> It's like, why would you want this? First of all, the desire, the 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 idea of watching this to like bring them together is crazy to me. It's not like it's explicitly not about that from the start. Yeah. Uh, at most, it, even if, if it went that way, at most it would be like, oh, they kissed one time and then it was really bad, right? And then you, which is you know, I've seen a ver- version of, of that story handling in that way. I think the fact that it never even goes there makes it better. Yeah. Um. 
And I was seeing other people complaining about like, oh, it's it's like it's, it's doing the romance anime thing where they're not really progressing their relationship. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You got anime trope brain. I, yeah, I just don't understand what that what. And to be fair, I'm not here to talk about like. I don't know what what anime teens want out of their romance, but I don't know what you're looking for. If you're like, I want romance media, but I need I need it to develop. And you don't mean this already. Like, this is already the thing you're asking for. I mean, yeah, like I know the thing they're complaining about broadly, which is when there's a romance happening and then they introduce a new character and there's a fucking misunderstanding that drags it out for 20 episodes. Yeah. And then the characters Um, like get together and kiss and that's the end of the manga. Right. Like, it's like, ah, shit. Yes. Uh, I, I do I do get that complaint, but I, I think applying it here is so misguided. This is a, a story about the nebula spaces. Well, it's really funny because even like by volume two, I was like, oh, this is not about this is not anything about an actual relationship between these two characters. <laughs> this is about when you're no. listless in 17 and listless in 45, which, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, she he literally says, like, you don't know anything about me. And that yes. remains true. <laughs> yes. Um, and, like, and like she like she like tries right she like comes to his house she like hangs out with his kid she like talks about him she tries to read the books that he likes uh but that still does not equate understanding understanding a person is so much harder than that uh i mean she doesn't understand it because he doesn't offer anything right like yeah, he, yeah. he knows that like if he was vulnerable in the way that he would need to be vulnerable for her to understand him that would be a terrible thing to do well yeah i'm not even um, saying it's a failure on her part but like ultimately yeah. she never does actually know anything about him no um and like i, I just don't I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get applying this lens here. This this thread made me go crazy. I was just scrolling through it. <laughs> it's really funny. There's so many persons like, oh, I thought they were going to get together. I know it was a bad idea, but maybe I thought they could make it work. What made of you all think the people that? to root for? <laughs> I, like, I'm all for rooting for your canon ship sometimes. You know, it's like, uh, this is what the story's about. And I appreciate that. You know, I, I'm over here. World's greatest Kirito and Asuna stan. <laughs> I That's love not that true. Married. I love that they're married. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Um, but, um... No, sometimes just please understand a thing. Um, yeah, it's it's so strange. I mean, especially for more like when I'm reading a romance thing, which isn't isn't that often, um, but it should be more because I, I I love this shit. I eat this shit up. But, you should you should read uh, Wodakoi, which is not nuanced and sad in this way, but it is really good. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I'm thinking of like when I was reading um. Even though we're adults, which I oh, I know, I just reading. want more people to read Wodakoi. I think Wodakoi is. Really I, I good. will at some point read Wodakoi. Actually, that would be much more like, oh, they'll talk and misunderstand each other a little bit, but they'll kiss because they're at the office. And honestly, that one's- I'm not sure the leads ever actually misunderstand each other in Wodakoi. <laughs> Incredible, um, but I, I mean, like, uh, yes, that because I, I read four volumes of um, even though we're adults, and uh, I thought it was incredible. My favorite <laughs> uh, ended up being the person where my favorite character in the Yuri manga is the fucking husband. Um, <laughs> that's such a that's such a thing to do it's like oh i'm gonna find the fucking guy and i mean that in the general sense of like oh here's a third tier character that kind of doesn't matter but they're who i'm going to invest entirely in. i mean it's it's he's one he's the husband that's being cheated on his yes, reaction is like my my wife is you know uh gay and leaving me uh it's just good it's like that that stuff's good and i it is the stuff i gravitate towards because um it's the whole point of reading these stories is like the sadness of it, right? Like, uh, I love it. I love a good actual romance too. I'm not like the saddest person alive. I can enjoy a happy yeah. story, but I think one of the things that genre is so good at and why I'm like, oh, I need to do that more rather than fucking watching mecha anime, uh, is expressing these like really complicated yes. feelings. 
Um, yeah, for me, it's always like seeing these people react and reflecting on how I would react or have reacted in similar situations and like what where the differences are and what they say. Like, am I doing that mm-hmm. intentionally? Is that just me reacting out of like a sense of fear or a sense of sadness? Um, I love the self-analysis that these sorts of stories inspire in me. Yes, it's very uh you got to be kind of vulnerable reading them right you yes, gotta g- yes. give more of yourself to them and consider things in yourself and i'm watching this i'm at the exact halfway point between these two characters ages so i'm like cool uh yeah i'm much closer to kondo now <laughs> yes um but but I, I, deeply <laughs> emphasize like literally went through much of the same things that akira went through and just feel it in my bones i'm like oh Honey, it's cringe, uh, but I know you could do nothing else in the situation. You got real lucky. <laughs> it's so cringe. She's so cringe. <laughs> and it's the part where everyone else thinks she's like um, deep in thoughts mm-hmm. and like this stoic, serious, well, sad, depressed I love, girl. I love that. The, like they have they have the gimmick where like she just has like stern face, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And so everyone thinks she's always like angry at them or like really contemplating something, and that's just her face. She's just chilling. Uh. And then she, like, starts doing, acting like a five-year-old guy, ooh, when she thinks of this fucking lame guy who's a manager of a restaurant. It's so well, good. My favorite she's thing so is, um, when she finds out the boss is married, she's, like, she's upset. And so everyone thinks she's furious, right? She's like, oh, he's got a kid. Damn, it must be his wife. And then when she finds out that he's divorced, she, like, does the whole, like, fit, like uh, fist clench. And everyone's like, oh, she's even more furious. No, no, no. The the boss's wife left him. He didn't leave her. He's t- he looks after the kid. He's a good father. <laughs> It's really funny. Uh, yeah, I, I was um, I deeply related to Kondo's sense of like, uh, there's there's like a romantic nostalgia to Kondo and his like view of being young, mm-hmm. but he's also not like, he's not chasing like he's not going on dates right. He's not like yes. oh, there's people in my life and I, he doesn't really know how to have a crush anymore. No, uh, but he, he wishes, just has he wishes sense- the people he worked for him liked him more. That's his like main goal. <laughs> Yeah, it's the more the, the the like abstract romantic desire for like a feeling that's kind of gone, but not like anyone like oh I'm gonna go you know f-. doesn't enjoy going up to girls and trying to hook up with them again. That would not bring happiness. He's happy writing his novels. Uh, uh, this I th- I thought the expression of that in his character was so so good, um, and uh, related to that a lot as someone you know not that old, but uh, not in high school anymore. And I, nor do I want to actually go back, but I will sit and think about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I remember going, man. Remember when, 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 when she's buying the books and trying to read these books that she clearly has no fucking interest in. And I'm just remembering when uh, my high school girlfriend bought an Xbox because um, uh, she knew I was gaming. Uh, <laughs> and now I look back and I'm like, why does she buy a fucking Xbox? What, like, why does she like me that much? You were gaming. You just look back. Yeah, I mean, she, people she are did. dying in Yuna's gaming. <laughs> people are dying in Yuna's gaming. <laughs> And I was, it was my 360 era, so she's playing like Modern Warfare. I'm like, man, if I was into JRPGs in, in high school, maybe we'd have uh, kept going out when we went to You'd be married by now. We'd be married by now. Yeah, the world where we play Final Fantasy X together instead of playing some fucking Modern Warfare sometime. <laughs> yes, you're right. That probably went differently. <laughs> or it didn't. You never know, right? Like, that's the fun, that's the fun and crazy making It definitely didn't go differently. Yes, exactly. Absolutely not why we broke up was because of gaming. Yeah. But it is fun on on lazy afternoons to go. Maybe if maybe if I'd played Final Fantasy yeah. X, it would have been different. I do. I have the. It would have been different things in my head, and they're too cringe to say. Yeah, on no, the microphone, the public voice. yourself podcast. on this. It's fine. But they're <laughs> real embarrassing, man. I was so seventeen at the time. 
Um, yeah. We've all been through it. We've all been through it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have that much else to say. I really like this. I definitely recommend the manga over the anime. Um, if you're some reason you're greatly averse to reading manga, then the anime is fine. Um, but it ends much worse. If you're if you're like us, it's easy to ten ten volumes of manga is not that hard, and twelve of his anime is not that hard. So I highly recommend both. If you want to do, it. there's a live action movie. I might actually check that out. I'm curious what that's like. Uh, yeah, I'm because you were very that. adamant that like this would work better as a movie where they would just. Be it was specifically it should either be longer and yeah. like a full twenty six episode series and could cover everything, or it should be a movie where you the con- the condensation goes farther and you get to like luxuriate in the vibes more. Uh huh. Um, I just um. I just think the vibes, you know, like it being real people, uh, are off. I think manga and anime, I think especially in stories like this, live and die by the abstraction layer provided by them being drawn characters. Anime are not real people. Yes, I don't. And I, know. I don't know how I feel about a movie about an actual living seventeen-year-old human girl and a forty-five-year-old human man in like this weird nebulous thing. <laughs> uh yeah no like hey here you go here's a here's a photo, here's a photo i've seen i've of, seen i've seen it i've seen it okay <laughs> um and like i'm like oh yeah like this seems like a fine adaptation it's probably pretty good but um just in my heart i know that part of the appeal of anime and manga um is and especially like when you get into shoujo stuff that often is very problematic it's like these aren't real people this is a place to engage in like an exaggerated fantasy space to allow you to apply those ideas to your real life and like get inspiration from an outside source right <laughs> This guy, they got to play him is too hot. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. When I saw the picture of him, I'm like, this man has too much swag. You can't do this to me. I'm looking at him is, like, this this is my own movie taste star. in men coming out, I think, generally. But I mean, you're right. But also, like, the, the story is explicitly about how he is not a movie star. Like, he, he, you can make the hot design. Unfortunately, you can't, make a, you can't make a movie about a, a guy and a lady falling in love and not have a guy who's like hot because that's what you're fucking selling people. You gotta put yeah, space on the poster. I'm saying in Shoujo, like, I guess this is technically sign because magazine publishing, but in like this kind of genre space in, in drawings, right? You can draw this idealized version of he as drawn is a very attractive idealization of a non-attractive man, yeah. which is you just can't get that on a human face. Um, yes. Uh, it can just express things differently. Um, uh, I might, I might watch the movie, but I'm, I, I agree. I wouldn't. I, I just, I don't know what you get by that being real people. Yeah. Which is fine, you know. But uh, it's the thing I thought of when I thought about this. Uh, yes. I do. I do think that like part of the appeal of reading manga and comics and anime and stuff is the abstraction layer allows you to enjoy things that you would not want to see happen to real people you would not want real human beings to experience but like it's all under the auspices of fiction and uh putting real characters in just makes it kind of weird i'm not gonna go watch the live action grave of the fireflies (laughs) yeah i don't want to see that happen (laughs) to real kids even if they're actors right it's just like yeah it's too much I mean, that was the, um, I think there's, there's like a famous Ebert clip literally about Grave of the Fireflies. At the time, there was no live action movie, but he's like saying, it would be so much, the vibes in this movie would be categorically different if you were watching a real child, yeah. eat, like movie rocks. Yeah. Uh, it just wouldn't hit in the same way. Yeah. This is, this is the, this is the, the one argument that animation Twitter will never have uh, that is correct is that animation provides you realms of abstraction that allow you to tell different stories that wouldn't work in real life. Um, and I don't just mean that 
you know, into the Spider-Verse gets to be look cool, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that situation where a kid is chewing on rocks because they're so poor. You can't fucking film that. It would be too hard to look at. Yes. Uh, you can just depict things in a truth that the like visuals yes. of filming it would obscure. Yeah. It would be it would be either ghastly or even worse. You have the experience that sometimes happens when very uncomfortable movies play where like everyone starts nervous laughing because it's too hard to look at, which you don't typically get in animation the same way. Uh, but I've sat in many movies where awful things are happening and the audience does not handle it. And their reaction is to laugh nervously. And it like really spoils the mood for the people who do not react that way and are still like in it. Um it's bad. It's bad out there. These are the risks you take with like extreme material in real life. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and I, another thing is like, this is more about the anime, but um, I think the anime is mostly really good. Uh, I think like looks, uh, the vibes are great, uh, but often the character designs, even in the anime, I'm like, these, these are such exaggerated manga designs that like watching these necks move yes is so weird like i get them for the poses in the manga it looks great yeah uh, i may have smoothed out the designs to be slightly more naturalistic just yes. for animation sometimes yes. um it has that really expensive modern like different modern than i usually think of when i'm thinking of like like your name kind of modern this has the like new ursa yatsura modern look to me Yes, I like it much more than the Your yes. Name because the Your Name, it has the because I'm often I'm on the record complaining about yeah. when there's too many lighting filters. Yes, um, which this also has that, but it is used in a different way to the yeah. uh, hyper realism of um, Your Name. Though I did I did ship us this uh, the anime original ending should be a reveal that they are living and weathering with you. <laughs> they <laughs> fucking drown. I um, really like uh, all of the outfits in the OP. I think the OP is really good. I wish they had some of the goofy like chapter plates in the manga where it's like mm. everyone's dressed up for Halloween. It was so cute. None of that makes it in the anime, unfortunately. Uh, the I think this is genuinely one of the best OPs that we've we've covered. Just a delightful OP every time. Yeah. The, the outfits are great the whole shot where they're like running down towards the um the water uh and then flying on the llamas or whatever it's just yes. great i just i was like this is a incredible incredible thing well yeah. done yeah, to yeah. studio i guess yep uh is that it uh, i think that's it i don't have anything else uh, unless uh you have a thing we're doing next month i do have the thing we're doing next month to be fair uh next month we are watching ah oh my goddess the original ova which yes, is five, five episodes, episodes, 30 minutes each from 1993. In and out. Yes. Um, I don't know anything about this. Uh, I just was like, I gave you a couple options and you were like, this is the one I'm most leading towards. So I was like, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, we will not be reading any of the manga for this. Just the OVAs. Yeah, you, specifically, you gave me a couple options and said, you're not allowed to read the manga. And I'm like, okay, for that one, I want to read the manga. So uh, this one I will just do and watch normally like an anime podcast that we have. Yeah. I will not come in and say I've read 50 volumes of, um, oh my goddess. There's 48 of them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's really weird because the, the, the manga runs from 88 to 2014. For the record just which, never stops just never stops um the this ova is from 93 and then the the um television show is from 2005 well i bet that looks significantly worse yeah i bet it does um uh, there's a there's this is adventures in, of mini goddess from 1998 i don't know what that is is that like an actual show is that i have no idea i know nothing about oh my yeah, goddess other either. than i've been like one day i'll watch it 40 and episodes, i guess that day is now featuring shrunken yeah this is just an sd show but they made like a bunch of it sure i mean yeah. harry had that sd show so yeah 
Um, yeah, we'll just be watching this. It's just one of those like classics I've always heard about, but don't know anything about. Um, and we'll check it out. I think it's it's like a harem-y thing. I have no idea. I assume. I'm assuming it is Tenchi yeah. adjacent. Yeah. So we'll find out together. Uh, that's the plan. So thank you so much for checking this out. Um, plugs, I guess, since this is a free podcast. Jackson. Yeah, you can find me at off on Twitter.com. Find the other podcasts we do at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, go listen to them. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. If you'd like to support our podcast, we have a Patreon supported. Uh, we are a Patreon support network. A bunch of uh, premium podcasts. If you go to patreon.com slash mapping for $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project. Where every week we bring you anime. Right now we're watching Gundam Seed Destiny. Um, it's very bad, and I apologize that I'm not doing a good job on those, but I hate it. I hate that show so much. Uh, but we're also watching Our Battle or Dunbine and that rips, and we're going to be done with Seed Destiny soon and on to bigger and better things. Um, Nine weeks. Nine weeks to, yeah. to go. I guess ten weeks because we're taking a week off. But. Yeah. Um, for five dollars, you get blockbusters where me and Jackson sit down and do kind of what we did here for a Hollywood movie of some renowned. We recently did one on Phone Booth. We have like twenty-seven episodes, I think, all told. Uh, running the so. gambit through popular history of film. Like I think our old, our oldest movie is Ten Commandments, and our most recent movie is um, God, Justice Jack League. Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um. A lot of stuff there. It's pretty good. And at $10, you get VoIP Life where we hang out every two weeks and just kind of goof off and read bad lists and do dumb quizzes and have a good time. Uh, it's mostly a thank you for people supporting the show. Um, if you like the show, share the tweet that you found this from, usually probably from Jackson or me, um, that someone retweeted into your feed. That's a big help. Rate and review us on iTunes, all those things. Um, I think that's everything. I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next month with some more anime. Very excited for that. Yeah. Goodbye. Nothing but you're the part of me. Meditate.